Hello and welcome to episode one of That Metal Podcast. I'm Metal Dave and my co-host, Bent. And today, we'll be discussing rock and roll and fucking metal. No, actually, we're going to be discussing new metal and how it changed the genre of from the late or mid 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 to late 90s and early 2000s. Mm -hmm. But... Where are we today? Today we are a, out here in Elgin, Texas at Inanimate Studios. Right. And I had a, I had a bit of an issue apparently saying the name. I think we both had an I, issue. I think we both had <laughs> <laughs> Inanimate? Inanimate and, uh, and, and non, uh, whatever, however yeah, you want to say Yeah, that's what we were uh, arguing. Anyways, so yeah, uh, first things first though, we want to go ahead and dedicate this episode to Sir Vinny Paul. Yes, sir. Vinny Paul, who just recently passed away, found in his uh, home in uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. So this episode is dedicated to him. We love you, brother. Love you very much. Uh, stay tuned for later on. We will have a, uh, a, a, I guess, a more of a dedication to him. We'll have more of a dedication. Um, we'll have a moment of silence. Moment of silence. Some or black tooth will be going down throughout the show. That's right. We definitely will be going down with some crown. He is uh, one of my biggest, uh, biggest influences in music as far as you know drumming goes. Uh, I'm I'm a drummer. I'm a musician. Sure. Uh, definitely. And uh, one at a certain point in my uh, musician career, I stopped playing bass, and that's my forte. And went. To I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. And I, I mean, to me, I think. The Cowboys from Hell album was definitely one that really influenced me and affected me into yeah. really, like, becoming a metalhead, you know? It was a big, big movement. Right. Because, I mean, I had been dabbling. We were talking about this the other day. Where I was, like, dabbling and, like, oh, I'm listening to Primus. I'm weird. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, sh- Rage Against the Machine. You know, stick it to the man, you know, and you start getting all these. And then all of a sudden I heard I bought the tape. I heard Cowboys from Hell. I was like, holy shit. What yeah. The, what is this? And it, that just changed my whole life. Yeah. And then see, the thing is with me, I didn't even start off with the Cowboys from Hell or anything like that. Um, I was I actually started off listening to him with the one one proof. Oh, the live album. The live yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. And it was uh, it was crazy because I was I had a, t- a Walkman yeah. and I was walking to school. Yeah. I think it was at my grandma's house, and my uncle actually had had the tape, and he was throwing out a whole bunch of stuff, and I found it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to check this out. And I always saw him. That's crazy. I, I was like I said, I've been a musician since I was maybe fourteen. Started mm-hmm. off, so I always got the subscriptions to a Guitar Center or I'm not, not a Guitar Center, a Musician's Friend. Oh, that's and you know right. They, they had pictures yeah. of him in there, and yeah, they yeah. featured him and stuff. You know his guitars and stuff, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that guy looks fucking cool." You know, I didn't yeah. really know much of him, and then you know, I started picking up into it, and then that's when yeah. I found the one on one proof, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And I found it, I put it on, and I would just listen to that whole thing over and over again every yeah. day. It was like started just getting like ritual listening to it. Yeah, and that's how I got hooked on it, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, and then I started listening to all the others, and I was like, "Holy fucking crap!" Yeah, it was uh, it was after that that I was like, I actually went. I ended up getting the Great Southern Trend Kill after Cowboys from Hell. Mm. <laughs> so at the time it was weird because it was like from first to last yeah. type thing going on before um, the their last album mm-hmm. uh, came out. But yeah, I went from Cowboys from Hell to um, the Great Southern Trend Kill, 
which I think is an interesting topic, and I think is a is a great segue to what we're actually episodes about today. Yeah, and you know how the whole new metal era and how that affected metal. And my question is, did it really affect metal, or did it really affect the metal scene? And how did it change our culture, and, and did it change anybody's you know people's um, the way they they saw metalheads and rockers and whatnot? Because at that time there was this sort of metal uniform i think that changed to you know those was those django jeans what are mm-hmm. they called the janko janko jeans janko and there a was a whole bunch like, of other off-brand there's the, a lot of uh, a lot of spikes a lot mm-hmm. of colored hair the a big lot balls of, chains yeah, the chains all oh, that's right chokers. the buddha ones uh, i call them the buddha necklaces it was like a skater kind of it mixture, was it was a mix mixture. of everything right yeah skater punk you got Definitely. um rap some goth mixed in goth um and rap, yeah. And so that became sort of like a uniform, and uh, I, I didn't want any part of that. Uh, that wasn't who I was and who I wanted to be. Okay, but before we even get into this whole new metal scene and uh, start examining that, I kind of wanted to lay down what would be my what? Wolfman Dave's Beefs. So basically, I have... Not necessarily like major beefs, like I have problems with these guys. Uh, I just kind of feel like there's a group of people who do not agree, let's say, uh, with Sam Dunn. Uh, Sam Dunn has done uh, uh, A Headbanger's Journey, uh, Global Metal documentaries. He's also done Banger TV on YouTube, who you guys might be familiar with. Uh, however, my issues i guess or whatever my my with him is that i kind of feel like he's a little too biased on uh some bands and his little metal um spider web that he did had to be edited i believe he he brought in one of my favorite journalists uh metal journalist martin popoff to kind of assist him because i know he was getting a lot of flack from people a lot of, a lot of uh people were complaining that hey you're not doing your 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 metal you know the spider web isn't correct, like the way you're doing it, right? And uh, but he went back and uh, fixed that. He right? did. He did after he hired Martin Popoff to go ahead and, and uh, take care of that and uh, assist him, which I think was perfect. I think that was outstanding that he did that, which kind of proves that he he doesn't mind being wrong. Yeah, and that's, that's, that it takes a uh, being able to go back and and correct your mistakes and man up for what you've done mm-hmm. is awesome. Right. Uh, not a lot of people can do that. Right, and um, my other issue was obviously I think Mastodon is overrated. And fucking, Al- although he's a hipster. <laughs> uh, Sam Dunn is like has a massive hard on for for Mastodon, and um, Mastodon's a great band. I wouldn't say they're oh I, they're a good band. They're not a great band. They're not all that in the bag of chips but they're right. really good i i enjoy some of this chip. i i don't i mean i don't 100 percent agree with that but at the same time i don't feel like uh, the way sam dunn feels where he's like that's the greatest prog metal band of all time right because there's a bunch of others that i think yeah take there's the a bunch of other bands um, out there yeah. right and I, I don't really feel like they made that much of a difference but they're odd they're weird uh i will give them give them credit that i saw when i told you that uh, I feel like a bunch of um, what they all sing, I think, right? 
pretty much all the musicians. Yeah. That's that's the what's badass. Right. Is that they all take turns pretty much yeah. singing and, and yeah. getting and yeah. the fact that they all can do it and right because singing yeah. and playing it's, is not it's one thing easy at to all. do it individually, but to do it at the same time. At the same time, and that's, it's that's all hard. I, I give them credit for that, and I think that's interesting because I obviously think it it also brings other uh, lyrical concepts yeah. to the table and, and they all other. have good voices yeah exactly they i have I, good voices yeah that's the one thing able to do that that's the one thing i do agree with i definitely agree with that uh my other i guess uh issue or beef would be with um eddie trunk and uh when he had that metal show um uh, on uh vh1 i believe mm-hmm. or vh1 classic uh and he has his he has his radio show and whatnot right and i kind of feel like he's He's for like a, a, a certain niche group of people, right? Like he'll talk about '80s and '70s and some '90s uh, metal, but he doesn't really talk that much about real metal. I think he's he he limits himself too much, and that's why I we tend to make fun of that metal the yeah that metal show, right? And I call it that you know '80s '70s uh, adult oriented rock uh, show because I don't think he's He's on the, I don't think he's right on the money with that. You know what I mean? Uh, he's a an encyclopedia. He yeah, has he knows, a lot. He knows a lot. He, right? He, he has a lot of knowledgeable. Lot of, yeah, extremely. And he has a lot of cool stories from uh, little facts and little tidbits from diff- from all kinds of musicians. And what those. you're saying is he he's you appreciate what he's doing. However, because of the name, right? It's not it's not focused on it's now just focused on one certain genre instead of all of metal right yeah exactly i kind of feel like he he limits himself and maybe you know whether you like it or not if you're going to be calling yourself that metal show you should definitely talk about all all metal and the entire spectrum you know whatever whatever it has to offer um the other thing that I, I really had a problem with was uh, uh, certain publications like Metal Sucks, Metal Injection. Um, some of those Facebook pages and, and even, um, yeah, the, the, the Facebook pages pretty much, I think. Because they all they do is they're always trying to stir the pot, is how I say. right? They, uh, they'll like talk about certain issues with like the latest one I thought was um, as dying Tim uh, Lambesis uh, you know was released from prison and he started the group again and they're already you know gonna come up with a new album soon I believe and they just were talking you know what uh, that they're making it seem like it's not fair for him to do that you know what I, mean? I mean he did his time I don't see why not you know? yeah um, just cause he he fucked up yeah and he knew it and he did his time like you said and yeah time to move on yeah time to move on and there's other people who have been uh, i don't know maybe sort of racial issue uh statements uh they're being racist or yeah, whatever and, and honestly in my and point of view racism and all that other stuff is nothing to joke around with right it's it's uh a lot of people get offended by things yeah and so what you may think is funny right isn't funny to everybody else. Yeah, it could be done in bad taste. Yes. Now, but here's the deal, no, though. I don't think there's any good taste when it comes to. No, no that's why it's done in bad taste. But yeah. I'm just saying is that 
whether it was done it's fine if it's done in bad taste yeah that's fine uh you know what step on the wrist but we can't just fucking crucify them and be like that's it dude you're fucked you can't ever come into metal again and you're you're done you know what i mean like we're talking about philip from pantera last night we're saying there's no way man in the past 20 20 some odd years no way he could be a closet he could have hit that for so long that would have come out man yeah and i i I think there might have been a couple of instances that people said that it has come out besides that last the last uh this past time where it happened but i honestly don't think diamond vinny would have worked with someone that right yes at all i just don't feel i don't know he could be but i I seriously doubt that he is racist but yeah uh, he was took it overboard and he did take it overboard he was joking with friends that they well they knew yeah they knew but he did it in front of a whole bunch of people who didn't know yeah so it was yeah again it was done in bad Bad taste taste. again and i again i don't feel like the person if it's shame on you right but but if they should be crucified and fucked for life that's it like i don't know that's another thing i guess um anyways so those are some of just some of the things that i think uh that led me to to want to create i think a podcast and talk about different things because i know i'm not alone with these being my beefs and my my gripes about no. certain people i know that i'm not alone and because of that i feel like i want to maybe go ahead and, and talk about other things you're gonna take the stand and take the voice and stand up and do it yeah exactly and basically just kind of talk about what they don't talk about or maybe the things that they missed yeah maybe the things that they missed and maybe some of the things that you know um what other people want to hear you know and i think that's great and why not man and we've, we've been in this in this scene long enough we know what we're talking about yeah um well, before you go any further, on mm-hmm. that note, I think it's uh, shot time. Okay. And we're doing uh, some black tooths tonight. Black tooths. So, in honor of Vinnie Paul. Yes, sir. And um, so we'll go ahead and have that uh, moment of silence. So, cheers. Cheers. Salute. Woo. That's good. Love you, Vinny. Love you, Vinny. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, So first things first, um, let's talk about the beginnings of the whole new metal scene the beginnings of the new metals well lead us on my friend all right so i kind of feel like um i i give give us why don't you give us all kind of your aspect of what new metal is i gotta feel like it started uh officially started in 1994 i I kind of i really do feel like corn was the band to to start everything in 94 yeah um it was uh it was a different they they kind of like i guess maybe set the paveway and made it big because like you said um there was other bands that kind of messed around with it yeah 
and it, ca- it didn't catch on then, but now it's coming and catching on now. Or well, then it's mm-hmm. not now like now, but right. you know what I mean. <coughs> so I know, I know. <laughs> we talked about this too the other day. I know that you were like talking about um, anthrax. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about that. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of. Uh, I, I didn't like it. The album. I wasn't um, very fond of it. Yeah. Just because they, but that that's the thing. Which I, the attack of the killer was it? Attack of the Killer A's, I think Killer B's. Um, when they had that song with uh, Public Enemy, right? The thing is, is that back then, or not back then, but when I was listening to it, mm-hmm. I wasn't very, I was very close-minded in a lot of things. Now I've matured and my spectrum has wi- uh, gotten bigger. Yeah, and I can appreciate a lot now, but yeah. back then I didn't. And I was like, I didn't get it. I didn't get the like you said, the new metal scene. I didn't understand it. I right. Didn't, I didn't think those genres should have mixed. Um, yeah, I I I do feel like after a certain amount of time, I think certain things are just gonna happen by accident. It does. And I think people just start to combine things and just to see what happens. Right. And so I do agree with you that I kind of feel like. I love I love Anthrax. I kind of feel like, and you know, and Scott Ian too. He even admitted himself. Uh, that he's to blame pretty much for <laughs> for starting it by accident, I guess, yeah. or, or or you know, putting the seed, mm-hmm. planting the seed. He definitely, they definitely planted the seed. I don't think he meant to, but it was one of those things where it could just pretty much started out. Corn came out, Limbiscuit came out, uh, you know, a bunch of different groups started coming out during this time, which to me. I think it's strange because if you look at the scene and again, this is, this is always my question is, was, was new metal always, uh, was it going to affect the metal scene in itself? I, I honestly think it, it did. I mean, okay. anything that you do in, in anything is going to affect anything at all. You know? Okay. I mean, it's, it's a bad, like, I mean, corn blew up massively. They blew up huge yeah and, and they uh, it's not my favorite band i don't right. i don't i appreciate them because of what they did it's a, it's like the beatles they mm-hmm. did something totally different and it changed a lot these guys did something totally different yeah and it changed a lot and i appreciate that i because right. i give them credit where credit's due yeah is it my cup of, cup of tea no it's not right but they are they did a good yeah for what they f- for for what they were able to do, they were definitely able to influence a lot of people. I think yeah. they're like the main. I think they were the main band, really. Mm-hmm. And what they, they stood for was really good too. Yeah, um, I think they had. I think they touched on a lot of issues that a lot of people in pop music uh, deemed like taboo. You know, like uh, I believe he was was it molested by his father, and when he did that song "Daddy," you know, on the first album, that was pretty. That was intense, man. I heard it, it. was it was hard. It was pretty hardcore, man. Listening to him, and I bet it was cathartic for him. I think he just let it all out, and it was just probably, you know, he probably therapeutic. Yeah, th- definitely therapeutic. Um, now, I wanted to kind of go over, um, like, to compare, in comparison to what was going on during that year. I have uh, a top ten list of the top. 10 metal albums of 1994 and credit to Loudwire for that. I'm not sure if they're entirely reliable, but I don't think this is entirely off. 
So the top metal albums of 94, we have Pantera, Far Beyond Driven. We have uh, Cannibal Corpse, The Bleeding. Uh, we have Mayhem, The Mysterious Dom Santanas. We have Megadeth uh, with Euthanasia. We have Emperor in the Nightside Eclipse. We have Corn with their self-titled. Uh, Halloween, Master of the Rings. It's a cool fucking name. I know, right? So genius. Uh, uh, Dark Throne with Transylvanian Hunger. Uh, some stoner stuff here with Acid Bath when the kite string pops. And our one of our favorites, uh, Dream Theater Awake. We jammed, yes. we jammed that a lot, a lot. And I still do. Um, and so... You know what, what was uh, to me? I thought, I thought that was really interesting during that time. Uh, so that kind of made me think. Well, is it really going to really going to affect you know the metal scene? I don't know if it is. I don't know. If, I don't think it ever did. No, it didn't. I mean, look at those uh, albums and the, yeah, those albums great, for sure. Great albums, great bands. They fucking yeah. you know it was. It's kind of like a battle back and forth. I mean, I, it, it really was. Uh, ba- like a pop kind of radio play, yeah. radio friendly. Corn was radio friendly. Yeah, all that stuff was all that stuff ra- was all radio friendly. Yeah. And then you got these guys that say, "I'm not going to go down that road. I, I'm yeah. going to k- stay true to what I believe in and keep going." And they did, and they fucking rocked it, and they fucking kept going. Yeah. So my next question is, what um, you know, what did what did new metal new metal bring to the table? Um. Um. I will tell you though, I agree with nothing. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shit. Nothing. I agree no. with Sam Dunn because Sam Dunn did have an episode on Banger TV, which is a rare occurrence that I agree with him. Um, he had a uh, a new metal episode on Banger TV, and he talked. He went at great lengths and talked about different things, you know, like, and I don't know. I just kinda, I I liked his point of view. I didn't really. I still don't see the. The fuss, what the fuss was about, but, um, I guess we're not gonna bash it the whole time, right? Right. So can't be a basher. let's let's see some pros. What came, what came of this? What what are some positive aspects that we can bring from this? Jenko jeans. No, let's guitars. And uh, I ha- I have a prediction <laughs> that those are gonna. They're gonna, gonna, they're gonna make a comeback. They're back. Yeah. For some reason, I don't I, know why. I don't know either. That's kind of strange. They just don't like people to see their feet. <sighs> could be. Could Stop be. looking at my feet. Yeah, it could be that. No. Um. Well, get, what what good came out of it? Uh, I I do like the style of where, if not from corn or Limp Bizkit and all that stuff. I think a lot of the, like how I was saying before. Um, you got the pop, and then you got the underground kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good underground, like Static X and some other stuff, uh, other bands that just rocked it. Yeah, they did the good job, and right. they dressed the part, and they fucking did the whole no guitar solos and added some DJ shit in there and rapping on the album. I mean, not hardcore rapping, but they had the rapping flowing lyrics. Yeah, and um, they did a good job. Uh, so I think that that it depends on how you did it is what I'm saying. Yeah. How uh, did you? How it was done? In good taste or bad taste? Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like 
one of the things that I think was a, a plus from the whole new metal scene that came out, I think it was um, just the fact that it, it, it brought a lot of younger people and it made them aware of, uh, that they weren't alone in their issues in life. They weren't alone in um, coming from a broken home or from being molested. And or that was a lot of a lot of shit gone down in those years. Yeah, a lot of shit, and it was coming out. I mean, but then again, a lot of shit got went down in any year, and it came out in music. But they yeah. really put it in the music. Yeah, and and so I think that was great that a lot of these, uh, you know, adolescents, these teenagers, whatever, and even probably grown ups at that time. They had something that they could, uh, they could relate to, yeah, and that they were like, "Holy shit, I'm not alone." And there's other people like me, who, you know. They're probably thinking they think of themselves as freaks or whatnot, you know. And they're not alone. No, we're everywhere. You know, freaks are everywhere. It just depends. I think it yeah. also uh, brought a lot of people together, like you're saying. Oh, um, it brought different, yeah, different genres, of course, obviously, but it brought them together to, yeah party and do what they wanted to do yeah i think um one of the things that was really i think the propelled i think the the metal in the in the mid 90s and late 90s was that everybody was i think searching for new music they're like listening to you know at that time um who else was it was it it was obviously it was corn limb biscuit was there you know you have uh, slipknot i think deftones were in there although mm-hmm. a lot of people say slipknot isn't but i think they are oh fuck it the, yes they are yeah. i don't know how they it's don't. a gimmick it's, it's a, a gimmick. gimmick and uh you know you had you had all these groups uh, starting to starting to pop out but then all of a sudden everybody's asking like well uh, well, I like this. They were asking that, you know, they were saying that they like it, but what else is out there? What else can, you know, can they listen to that's heavier, better, or, you know, maybe they're just curious. They just want to explore other yeah. types of music. And uh, I think also that the other the other positive I felt was like even even other metalheads during that time want to stay away from new metal, and they're like, shit, let's find other music to listen to, right? So I feel like it was, uh, I think it was both ways. Mm-hmm. I think it affected them both ways. So, I thought that was a win-win for everybody, right? And another thing I thought was funny is I, even though ladies have been around all the time, uh, in the '80s, you know, the glam scene and all that stuff, the ladies were really all about that music. I kind of feel like this happened too with uh, new metal. Like uh, a lot of women were, they, they seemed to be really attracted to this, and I don't know if it was like, you know, like the fashion. They're yeah. able to dress up, do their hair, do the makeup, mm-hmm. you know, do all that stuff. I thought that was cool shit, and I'm, I hope, and I'm pretty sure the men don't, don't, uh, aren't gonna complain about that either. No, not at you all. You know what I mean? <laughs> just having them, <laughs> uh, and just having them there in the mush pit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of feel like this also. <sighs> It, to me, gave the, the the rise of what what is called like a poser. The posers came out in their uniform, uh, which talk we talked about earlier, yeah. you know. And so they it gave I kind of feel like it gave them their identity of being posers. 
<laughs> and I wasn't part of that. You know, I wasn't, it was just, you know, a t-shirt, t-shirt, band t-shirt, you know, and jeans. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, um, it's one of those things where I, I felt like we couldn't call it our, 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 it wasn't our identity anymore. You know, it was yeah. being taken away. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I hated the most. And you're like, Oh, you're one of them. You know, all the people are like, you're a fucking freak. You're, <laughs> you listen to metal. Like you're, are you satanic? You know? Yeah. Or, and it's like, what, where do you even get that? Like this has nothing to do with it's a lot of the things that, you know, judging a book by its cover. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's this pretty stereotypical i think um so what do you think how, how can you if you were just to listen to a band how would you identify it as it being new metal you know what are some key aspects i think earlier you said no solos no solos they have what the, else the the flowing of the l lyrics more of a rapping instead of a singing mm -hmm. um definitely they have uh samples and djs in there right i think though there's this one producer there's a one metal producer and his name is ross robinson and he's considered the godfather of new metal okay this guy produced bands uh namely corn and and limp biscuit deftones slipknot uh, a bunch of others and he he's known to have created a certain sound and that's where all the down-tuned guitars come out and you know so we can give him thanks you leave down-tuned guitars alone oh okay? i don't i'm standardy all the way man yeah you <laughs> are standard <laughs> you goddamn standardy yeah i don't like down-tuned i mean it's there's nothing wrong with it bro <sighs> well down -tuned. well when they're flopping off the guitar I, 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 the strings you know not that's if you not if you do it right all right all right. You can get strings that are a bit thicker gauge and they won't flop off the guitar. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, show me later. So, so what we're doing here now is um, 94, right? 94. Nin 1994. It, to me, it was so weird. Mm -hmm. From there. It was only four years after 1990. You know, the Black Album came out. Mm -hmm. It was only four years. It wasn't even that. It wasn't not even that uh, far away. And yet, all of a sudden, the music's changing. From 90 to 94, the music completely changed after that. Because when you get when you get uh, Load and Reload by Metallica in 96, 97, like, you could clearly see that they were really... I think they brought in those elements of 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 new metal and, uh i thought that was interesting because those fucking albums sucked <laughs> it wasn't their best and it wasn't their worst either oh no that comes later like, yeah, yeah it comes but that's that's for later um, that's for a later date that is for later so some interesting things that i thought also uh during this time uh, madonna was really Big on uh, the sucking dick, and uh, oh well, we know that. But on uh, the Deftones, 
you know, I, you know, I never even knew that. And the when you told me that they are, I'm all like, it blew my mind. Yeah, because Madonna into you know this right. Style and of apparently, music. apparently, the guitarist from Prong, I think, is her live guitarist. Really? Yeah, I think Tommy Victor, I believe. Holy titty twist. Yeah, man, and and so, anyways, so she knows a thing or two. Some riffs, you know what I mean. She'll play a few riffs here and there. I think she knows she, what she's talking about. Is what you're saying? Uh, when it, I guess you know, uh, I'm not a big fan of the Deftones, but she she obviously she saw something, and obviously I she love wasn't wrong. Deftones, I love I know. what they did. You know why it's sexy music? It is sexy music. It it's is. great music. The fuck too. That's why. It's not sexy. all of it, but it it's, it is. It's I mean, sexy it's, music. I love it. That's what I think it is, man. I mean, and, and it's not bad. Um, you have. I think they changed the fucking element in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think... Um, we'll get into that later. Right. Sorry. Um, Sorry. The other interesting thing that I thought about was um, Dez from uh, Devil Driver, Cold Chamber. Mm-hmm. He discovered uh, Static X, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I know you were talking about how there's several bands you feel like are underground. Yes. Um... And why you think they're um, not necessarily pop, right? No, they're not pop. Okay, like what? What? What do you mean? Tell me. Well, because <clears throat> pop to me would be corn and uh, Limp Biscuit and uh, what's the other name of the big band? Um, Incubus. Incubus. Fuck, I can't even think of the name off the top of my head now. Right. Fucking huge. No, that's fine. Um. That's anyways, but that's that radio play, popular, and then you had your underground like El Nino, mm-hmm. and Static X, and there was a uh, Machine there Head were, for that one album. There was like Spine Shank. Yes. Yeah. There's a, it was a night and day kind of style. Mm-hmm. They didn't follow that pop pattern, and they still kept it heavy as fuck, and they still kept it metal. Okay. They added those elements in there. I mean, El Nino, dude, they they had new metal all over them. Yeah, they did. You know who? I'll, I mean, also was like Buya. Buya, exactly. Think, is another example. I love Buya too, and they had yeah. and they had new metal on them, but it yeah. wasn't popular. It wasn't right. all over the radio. They didn't know. They didn't weren't out there. Yeah. And I think that's just that falls under the band itself but also i think it's a lot of producers and and mm-hmm. who signed them and who's oh do this do this do this you know because if you think about it, a lot of bands are on a label and they want them to do a certain album a certain way yeah and even if they don't want to they have to because they're signed into it <laughs> yeah and they have to do it yeah it's the the, the shitty part of yeah that. The serious, the crappy so part of that so they're being business. forced to change right i didn't think that happened from metallica on saint anger though I think oh well, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's definitely Lars, huh? <laughs> Fucking Jeez, Lars. Man. Man. One of the points that I wanted to make with Korn, uh that I'm actually give them props for, which is a surprise, mm-hmm. was when they made that nineteen ninety eight album Follow the Leader. Oh right? yeah. Now to me I thought that was a great uh title. But it was also, they were talking about how everybody was copying them. And they're like, well, shit, we'll, we'll take that stance. We will take that stance of being the leader. 
you know, and, and they were basically calling out everyone else and saying, you know what, you do your own thing. Stop copying us. And I think they just put everybody on blast. And I thought that was really interesting. And I thought that was really cool because, you know, I think that we were going to get different kinds of music after that. And um, unfortunately, that never happened because it stayed the same. <laughs> All these bands didn't really change much. You know, you could you could just hear a few things and you could already identify it as, like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Uh, it's one of these bands. You know what I mean? Right away, you can identify that. So in a way, um, I was hoping that that album would actually make other bands go in different directions to kind of get, th- so they could get their own identity. You know what I mean? They were going through, you know, where everybody just sounded the same, and that's kind of sucked. Um, it started being a cookie cutter. Real dude. Deal. I mean the the music scene at that time was extremely saturated with subpar metal bands and, and new metal bands at that. So I thought that was, you know, a pretty crappy time, I think, for music. Uh, I mean, obviously, the extreme metal bands were always around. Yeah. You know, and given that time, who always cut through and who always make records and who was always killing it was fucking Pantera, dude. That's right. All the time, the entire time. And, the and, entire and, and, you, time. and you hear it in the title, The Great Southern Trend Kill. Yeah. You know, 96. Like that was it. That was the entirety of what they were trying to do, and I think they succeeded uh, somewhat. And if not, um, you know, because I know they were on tour. You know, they did Ozfest, I believe. Yeah. And uh, there were a lot of cool bands on there. Yeah. You know, you had Ozzy. You had I think Slayer was on there all the time. There's a lot of cool bands. Uh, a lot of different bands. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Pantera kind of was the that one band that kind of people gravitated towards you had <laughs> yeah you your jocks you had your metal heads you had your non-metal heads you had your metal uh your military guys mm-hmm. you know everybody just kind of gravitated towards them and liked what they, they were liked what they were doing yeah they liked what they were doing because they were staying true and they fucking killed it yeah i think they were it was hard i thought it was going to be hard for them to to stay their path you know what i mean to, to, to stay the path and well they did I think they uh, their philosophy of it was make your made they made the next album heavier than the last mm-hmm. and if you look at it it just got heavier and heavier and heavier yeah and it just it, it blew up I mean they knew what they were doing yeah they grew as a band very well I, I will say that reinventing the steel I was very disappointed with um because because of the cover too man i mean the cover art to me was pretty lame um there's there's a lot of good songs on there yeah but i feel like you know it's you have to think about all the kind of drama that was going on oh no of course i mean phil didn't even record his lyrics or anything with them at all i mean i could i think it was like what maybe a few good songs on there I thought the rest was filler. I couldn't really listen to it. I just, I think it was more of a, it was, uh, there was a lot of good songs on there, but I think it was yeah. more of a, uh, of a friendship separation at that point. And it was hard yeah. for them to, I mean, the music was there. Yeah. Everything was there. It just wasn't, they weren't meshing together mm-hmm. like they were before because they didn't have that camaraderie together anymore. Yeah. They, I, they I, already I, had that separation going on. I agree. I agree. And th- there's that length of time. I mean, there's that too. 
And I thought it was amazing is that they did this in X amount of time. I'm, I'm counting a little bit over 10 years with Philip on board before the Glam uh, 80s uh, Pantera. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I think he was up, what? He came in like 88 or 89, I believe. I'm not too sure. Yeah. And I think what was crazy about that is in those 10 years, let's just say, the impact that Pantera made was going back to what you said about the Beatles because the Beatles made a huge fucking impact yeah. in those 10 years. That blows my mind, man. It's only it's only 10 years, man. 10 years. For 10 a, years is fast. Yeah. I mean, you, th- you think of it 10 years, 10 as being a good big number, but honestly, that those years yeah, go by fast, fast, especially as a, as a touring band that yeah. writes a song and they were on tour... Ten years. I mean, they were on tour the whole time. Yeah, probably. They probably they, they wrote, wrote a lot of the records on, exactly. They on wrote the road. on the road, and that, yeah. that's hard to do. Yeah, when you're on the road day after day yeah. in the bus. I mean, those buses <laughs> weren't fucking great either, especially I, I, when they started off. I go months, <laughs> months at a time. Where I can't write a new riff. <laughs> these, these fuckers yeah. are stuck in there. These guys are on the road, you know, like writing it that day after, you know. Yeah. They, they just had it, dude. They knew yeah. what they were doing. They yeah. fucking did it great. Fucking dying, man. He was a genius. Yeah, he for was sure. A genius. I mean, all together as a unit, you know. Yeah, together as a unit. I mean, every yeah. single, every member of that band knew what they were doing. Yeah. And they all meshed well together. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Rex bass lines were oh, dude, awesome. I love his yeah. bass lines. I mean, yeah, his, his he are fucking did killer. had a big part of my inspiration in playing bass. I yeah, mean, not the biggest, but he was there, and because yeah. he had that groove. Yeah, you know, and the whole band had that groove. They yeah. had that groove metal. Yeah, that could make you dance. Yeah, yeah, and and I liked a lot of the bands that came from later on from stuff like that. You had a lot of cool bands come out. I think. The notables are, I think, you know, uh, Skin Lab, mm-hmm. right? The Pissing Razors back from yeah. El Paso, Texas. Fucking badass. They're fucking amazing. Uh, they're shout coming out, out with the new shout album. Shout out to Matt. Yeah. They're shout coming out. out with the new album. They're yeah, coming. hopefully, you know, they're pretty soon. Matt and Eddie. Uh, so, yeah, I mean. Matt and Eddie. Matt and uh, Ed Razor. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. The way you said it, Matt and Eddie. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. no disrespect. And <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and uh what do you call it uh you know those those they influenced a lot of people pantera was just like all over the place and i think they're that one just like that uh thorn on the on the new metal side i think that you know people were just like i don't know but they attracted everybody yeah they they were they were that's the i think that was the greatest part about them you know i think they were just an all-around good band so you can't ask for for more than that, man. I mean, I don't. There's no other band I think that is like that because either you like them or you hate them. Yeah. You know. But I think uh, after a certain amount of years, you start to see the decline in uh, in in the whole new metal scene. I think. Uh, and most notably, I th- I kind of feel like maybe 2004 was the beginning of the end for all that stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, because we get this. Uh, these these new bands are coming out, right? This it's this whole new metal scene. It's 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 uh, you know they call it the new wave of, of American heavy metal. Now there's a lot of people saying that it started in the mid '90s, and I think that's complete utter fucking bullshit. Uh, that is wrong. <laughs> Can you say that over time? Yeah, no, but it's bullshit. Bullshit. That's what I can tell you. 
Because it's America. Uh, it's right. Um, you know, the bands that were popping out. I know Shadows Fall came out way before. Shadows Fall was on Century Media. They were doing this, like, fucking melodic metal, melodic death metal shit before when they first started. And they eventually started going a little bit more, uh, not metalcore, but, you know, they changed their style. Mm-hmm. And so you have bands like Shadows Fall, Kill Switch Engage, As It Lay Dying, Lamb of God was like the biggest, one of the biggest fucking bands, which, which we, we, we just, just saw. saw them and they fucking they killed fucking it. killed it. Badass. Uh, you know, uh, other bands uh, took the charge. You know, Diecast, uh, Unearth, Dry Kill Logic was another one. Um, uh, I include Hatebreed in there too because I think Hatebreed is is it should be part of that group. I think you know yeah. uh, they were around longer. I think they were longer, long uh, around longer. I believe than around the same time, maybe a Shadows Fall. I know they get a lot of bad flack for uh, well, what I always say they get bad flack for their fans for their for, fans. for Hatebreed. Yeah, because explain because Hatebreed has this really strong. Like, you know, I will survive, I will prevail, I will do this and that, whatever, right? Yeah. And it's like, you end up getting, unfortunately, the Aryan Brotherhood comes in and, you know. <laughs> Fuck shit up. Yeah, the fucking bro metal. Uh, the bro, the, the, the birth of bro metal with uh, Hatebreed. And uh, uh, so a bunch of, a bunch of that. I mean, that's, I, that's how I see the fans. Hatebreed's it's i think they're badass but uh that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole another topic of yeah you could <laughs> do conversation another, yeah definitely right but anyways the biggest thing that i want to talk to you about talk to that me. i thought was interesting yeah let's do it was headbangers ball on mtv was relaunched <laughs> right yep back in 2004 2004 right and who fucking hosted it metallica 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 and what Lars Telica. Yeah, <laughs> Lars Telica. What did they do? <laughs> they uh, went ahead and did the whole St. Anger thing and came they out debuted, with that. They, they debuted, debuted St. Anger. Anger. Which, God, well, before I say anything, <laughs> I give respects. I got to play devil's advocate, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And yeah. I really just like talking bad about other people or bands right. or whatever. But, you know, because Metallica, great band, you know, they right. started... A lot, you know, they fucking killed it, you know, right. in the beginning. But with saying anger, man, I have no <laughs> idea what they were thinking. I just could not get over it. I couldn't even listen to it. I don't think I even, I heard like one of the songs and that was it. I didn't, I couldn't even give it the whole go. Yeah. I mean, over the years I did, but then, no. I it was, it was really hard, man. It was really hard listening to it. It was disappointing. <sighs> to see where they came from, to see, you know, from Killer Mom to... To that, it's like that was like to me yeah. the whole uh, fa- um, the Fonz deal, jumping the shark kind of deal. Yeah, you know? yeah. You don't need to go there. What made you go there? Yeah, I, I, I will say this one thing. Well, I'll say more, but the Saint Anger is, is. We talked about this all the time too. Saint Anger is so bad that. Load and reload are fucking great. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. If you listen to them all together, you're like, fuck yeah, man. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take, lo- I'll take load, man. Yeah. I'll take reload. <laughs> I'll take reload. Yeah. Yeah. 
and that's how bad Saint Anger is, dude. Yeah. It's just terrible. It's just like it was. uh the fucking you know tin can drums and oh my god just, that was that was the deal that yeah. was the breaker for me yeah and 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 and, and James with his stupid ass lyrics and shit and vocal delivery I didn't, didn't like they shoot it. one of the videos in a pri- in one of the prisons? yeah they uh, did and, was, and I think I think they were in Alcatraz no not Alcatraz it? No. San Quentin San Quentin San Quentin yeah uh Alcatraz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been closed a little while. Yeah, it's been closed for a long time, dude. <laughs> but you know, I think <laughs> what's oh, you know, to to also compare what was going on around that time, fucking uh, two thousand four. Here are the top ten albums of ninety uh, two thousand four. Top ten. Top ten. Are you gonna go with ten and then go to one, or go to one and go to ten? There's no, no order. No order. <laughs> There's so we have Megadeth. In order. No, uh, we have Megadeth. <laughs> System has failed. Uh, we have Exodus, Tempo of the Damned, uh, Pig Destroyer, Terrifier. Uh, we have Behemoth. Oh, uh, Brohemoth. Brohemoth. <laughs> with uh, Demigod. Uh, we have Shadows Fall with The War Within. We have Necrophagist with Epitaph, which we're waiting for a new album. Necrophagist, let's do it. Uh, Lamb of God. Ashes of the Wake, mm-hmm. Kill Switch, Engage, End of Heartache, Slipknot, Volume Three, Subliminal Verses, and then your favorite Mastodon with Leviathan. Um, I I think um, I think that was an interesting top ten because you, that's when you really start to see. I think that uh, that break the the yeah you start seeing um, the new wave of American heavy metal mm-hmm. like emerging. Yeah, it's coming. It's, coming, it's, it's getting breaking. away from all that. Yeah, and and that's the thing too. This is what I tell everybody. Like, uh, I don't like Kill Switch. I don't like any of those bands, you know. And they're like, "But what the fuck's wrong with you, man? You used to listen to them back in the day, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. We well, want me to be listening to all this other new metal shit. <laughs> I'm you know, not listening to Saint Anger. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna listen to Saint Anger. Uh, sure, I'll take Kill Switch. You know." But they sure? were to me the kills. I love the uh, kill switch. I, I, look, I think they did a great job. Look, kill switch. Obviously, they're talented. Yeah. Right. But they were ripoffs. They ripped off, in flames. They rip lo- uh, ripped off dark tranquility. They tried to play themselves as an American version of soil work, and I thought that's why I didn't like them, because they tried to act like they were fucking original about it, and they fucking weren't original about it. There were other bands doing that shit. You know what I mean? But they took the whole Gothenburg scene where they were just trying to play this melodic metal and then they just injected this clean chorus, you know, clean choruses. Really nice and clean, really pretty, you know. And to me, I thought they were ripoffs. In the same way, fucking Evanescence was a ripoff. Evanescence ripped off who? You know, Nightwish, The Gathering. There was a lot of different bands that I think yeah, Evanescence. Yeah, they definitely, and they got and, a lot of credit for. Oh hell yeah, dude! They didn't do hell yeah. I wasn't. Well, but look at fan. you know, look at Theater of Tragedy, mm-hmm. you know, look at all these other bands that are you know doing the Beauty and the Beast style of singing yeah. and, and whatever that n- they never got recognized for. But you get this, you know, these guys come out Evanescence, and all of a sudden they just kind of take credit for all that shit, and that's why I didn't like them. I didn't like Kill Switch because of that. But again, I go back to what I told you. Like, I didn't have a fucking choice, dude. I said I was listening. I was. I will listen to these guys because what else was there at that time? Yeah. There was the 
I think a lot of the, the metal scene was stagnant during this time. Nothing was happening at this time. These guys were coming out and they, they had, you know, unfortunately they had to take lead. You know, this new wave had to take lead. They had to take charge. They, they had to take charge, you know. Um, so I thought that was really cool that, um, you know, that, that that happened. Then then all of a sudden, okay. So all of a sudden, you get the uh, their enemy, you know, which we talked about the other day. Uh, the enemy of the new wave, I think, which is the pop music of that time, right? Uh, Nickelback, Nickel Snatch, uh, yeah. Creed started. Creed was already sort of getting popular from before. Robert's new but, favorite band yeah, of all time. Yeah, and then you have Shine Down. You have. Seether, Chevelle, Default. You have all these bands coming out, mm-hmm. kind of doing what we said, the, the Eddie Vedder voice, mm-hmm. really garbly, yarbly, yodeling. Yeah, that whole weird thing. Yeah. And they were just kind of... With arms wide open. Yeah, yeah. They were getting popular. Yeah, they were. They're, and they and But it didn't last that long. No, they're still around. What are you talking about? No. They are still around. Not Listen Creed. to radio. Not Creed. Uh, well, I'm not talking about the bands. I'm talking about the style of music. Oh, the style of music. Okay, it's still around. Yeah. It doesn't. It has not going. It, it's like if these guys keep doing the same shit and nothing ever changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sucks for them. You know. I mean, it's financially good for them, but it's one of those things where I don't, I just can't stand uh, that. Uh, luckily, it didn't matter because we look. We said um, the the metal scene again will always thrive. It's always gonna prevail. There you go. It's always gonna go through no matter what. You know, uh, just because you can't see it or hear it doesn't mean it's not there. It's always gonna be there. So that's why I love the the, the underground metal scene. Um, I, I mean, I don't even think it's underground. I just, I just think it should be just. It's just there. It's just there, man. It needs to come above ground and take over the goddamn radio. I think it should. I'm sorry because this is not going anywhere. Yeah, it Ooh. should. Like the 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 radio friendly things. Yeah. Right, music. And it's gonna die out. I mean, the radio itself. I mean, you got all these podcast stuff going on, for instance. And then you well, got you got YouTube for YouTube. One. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just. At some point, radio is just gonna be just dead space now. I yeah. mean, there's no there's no point in it because you can't cuss. Like MySpace. Like MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I miss MySpace. I know I did too. Anyways, so it was MySpace, motherfucker. It was. So one thing that I want to tell everybody that I think is important is listen up um, about how I felt. Okay. Like, you know, there's people who who have their little. You know, like their battles with, with the music scene. For me, it was uh, posers and the new metal scene. I didn't like that. I didn't like the way they dressed. I didn't like any of that stuff. Um, gave me a bad name. Shit, I didn't. <laughs> want, I didn't want. You know, you're like one of those. You're weird. You know, like no, I'm normal. You're weird, dude. Yeah, you're the weird one. I'm fucking normal. Anyways, so just like the whole glam metal scene. Mm-hmm. I love glam. If you're willing to look that stupid and ridiculous and that fucking makeup and hair and still get laid, 
Dude, I more it. power to you, man. But they, those motherfuckers yeah. got laid all the time. Because that's why I, I, how? That's why I said more power. The more chick you look, the more chicks you get. Right. More power to you, man. That's yeah. why I said fine. That's great. But the music wasn't all half bad. No, it wasn't. But the thing, too, the, for me, it was like, dude, people who are, like, bitching about it now, like, these elitist fucking metalheads that uh, they are like, oh, well, um, you know, glam sucks and fuck glam and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you weren't even born during that era. It wasn't your battle to begin with, and it's not your fight. Why should you even care? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about it. That wasn't my battle. I was... It wasn't my thing, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to battle it. It wasn't during my time. It wasn't during my era, let's just say. So I kind of felt like that's something that uh, I thought was interesting because, I don't know, the the guys saying all these negative things about glam or the ultra, I, th- I, 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 do, I really do consider them the ultra elitist uh, thrashers thrash only man you know and they want to listen to what i said is the uh the super necro blackened <laughs> basement demo quality fucking metal that's from brazil and like only brazil and you know and it can't be from sao paulo or it can't be from the big place it's gotta be from a little shitty ass town recorded on the little keyboard that's yeah. uh, a little kitty kitty keyboard you know what i mean um and i thought that was funny too because um, it's true. A lot of these guys act like they're so much better. And, you know, one of those things where it just, I don't know, it's kind of annoying. And the reason why it, it, it kind of it annoys me more now is because um, I started getting into the channel on, on YouTube, the Amoeba, Amoeba Records, yeah. uh, What's in My Bag. What's in my bag? That's a, you showed it to me, and uh, yeah. I found that very, very interesting to watch. Yeah, you know, all these different uh, artists going in there and finding out what they're into. Uh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, you know because, like you're saying, not everybody is going to listen to the same stuff. Right. Everybody has their own different influences. Right. And as a musician, you know. I picked up a lot of different styles and and you know tricks and whatnot from different styles of music, mm-hmm. and that's what makes a musician. Right. You know, you're not born knowing everything. You have to learn, and you learn from different different uh, genres, different styles, different genres, styles, yeah. different everything. So yeah. um, that's why I liked. That's why I really liked that show you you showed me. It was. Uh, uh, what's in my bag it's badass right because you don't get just metal heads you get everything yeah you get rockers you get pop, pop artists, artists you get actors you get actors, everybody yeah. and i thought it was cool because like some of the things that they're listening to uh you know they had necro butcher from <laughs> from fucking mayhem yeah and he's like oh yeah you know the cure or like he's all like 80s the pitch mode and all that shit and i'm like that's fucking cool man you know this dude's like who are they fuck them fuck you you know in in, in that ed Banger's journey uh documentary yeah he's going from that to like oh yeah check out what's in my bag you know and it's like i i thought that was so cool and interesting to hear everybody's um what they listen to 
Because again, I will say this all the time, and I think this is true, is that we there's no way I could do twenty four seven metal and be fucking grim and gloomy and all that right, shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? I gotta mix it up, man. Yeah. I do have to mix it up. You know? Mix it up. So I don't think I don't see anything wrong with that. I think this is probably the best segment. Dun 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 Right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a uh, three 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 different parts, I suppose. We'll do the first part. We'll go ahead and do the um uh, so far, what we feel, uh, it's it's June. June. We'll do the mid-year picks of the year. Um, what metal albums we kind of... Mid-year picks of ours. I mean, everybody's going to have their own... Well, that's why. They're going to disagree or agree with us. Oh, no, it's Honestly, cool. I it's really don't care if you agree with me. I'm telling you what I like. and Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's one of those things where yeah. you have your picks, I have my picks. Uh, again, we're going to do it again in December. And... During that time, it's we're going to decide if they've changed, if they stay the same, or we see which new ones are going to be added on to at that point. And um, then... And then what? We can... Uh, we'll uh, say overall the whole year. Well, yeah. I mean, which ones we, we kind of seem to go with. Uh, so you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, so... In, or- in any order? Or it doesn't matter, right? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, I could start with my uh, lowest and then up to my highest. Uh, okay. So, okay. Um, I can't pronounce the name. I could never. Nervosas. Nervosa. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. I ne- honestly, this, I I uh, I never heard of them before, and and uh, I found yeah. them, and so they fucking all female, right? All female. Yeah. They. Nail every single note. They're brutal as yeah, dude. Fucking shit. Yeah, that's why I like them. It's no joke, man. Because you don't see all chick fucking band doing some brutal shit. You know. No, unfortunate and people had only kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking blows kitty out of the fucking oh. water. Like far. And kitty wasn't bad. They had their good shit. They weren't horrible. You know. Yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, you're. They weren't great. They weren't horrible. No, no, um, no. In comparison to, you know, compared to Nervosa, they're, they fucking, they're nothing. Yeah, they're nothing. I, I mean, there's, right. they don't have anything on fucking right. Nervosa. Um, they're just, like I said, heavy as fuck. That's why I like them. Yeah. And they're all chick bands. Yeah, I and saw. Just, I, and they can play like fucking badass. Yeah, I saw I a mean, video. I saw a video yeah. on YouTube. Uh, I forgot her name, but she was a guitarist for Nervosa. Mm-hmm. And she was going over the song. And she's playing it. Yeah. Know, and I was like, holy shit, man. She can riff, dude. She's got riff. some awesome riffs, yeah. man. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I like that pick. Yeah. Good one. Um, and then uh, Rivers of Nile, dude. Um, yeah. I, th- I liked it. Uh, yeah. I heard their album. I mean, I think what I liked the most about it mm-hmm. uh, was they incorporated a lot of jazz into it. Yeah. And they have on their second track, they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, a fucking saxophone, a That's saxophone right. solo. Yeah, and uh, to me that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't hear that. The breakdown to the solo, mm-hmm. you know, was on point. I mean, it was like listening to Pink Floyd. I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. Right. And and uh, 
when I heard Pink Floyd the first time, I got the goosebumps. And when yeah, I heard yeah, that yeah. song, it was like, holy shit, this is yeah. fucking badass. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. The Silence, yeah, second song. track. Yeah. Um, so if you guys haven't heard it, check it out. It is The whole album's great. Yeah. Um, but that, that The Silent Life is, is fucking killer. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I heard it. Track. You told me to check it out right yeah. away. And I was like, okay. And I was like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. Definitely surprised. And then uh, I got uh, Black Label Society. Mm-hmm. Always been a big fan. Zach Label. Zach Label Society. <laughs> 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 Always been a big fan of uh, Zach Label. Uh, he's a b- he's a great guitarist. Yeah, um, they all, they write. Uh, they together as a band. And he's got a killer great. beard, man. He has a killer beard. I wish I could grow a beard like that. Yeah. Actually, I want to try his coffee. Oh, he has a coffee. That's uh, right. Uh, I Java. That. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He's fuck is his. For some odd reason, I think it's gonna be just as punch in your face. I know it's gonna shit, wake dude. you up. It's like bullshit. Oh well, have you seen his advertisements? No, his I haven't. Little, he does little like videos on him. He's so fucking weird, man. <laughs> but he's like drinking the. It, you know, you can see yeah. him drinking it. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You're weird. Yeah. You know, like, but that's awesome. Anyways, uh, Black Label. Black Label. Um, awesome band. Awesome band. And the album is uh, on point. And then uh, I got the new Machine Head. Okay. I know you're not a big fan of no, Machine Head. No, um, But I think. No, 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 no. It's not. I'm not a big fan of Machine Head. It's that I don't like Rob Flynn. <laughs> Rob Flynn has a big fucking mouth. I think he talks a lot, and I think there's certain things that he yeah he does have, uh, where he's right to, like especially with Philip thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the whole Pantera thing with Philip. Yeah, yeah. I think well, he I th- has. And I think they had some words in the past. Right. About, I, I I think that about be the whole new metal kind of eras. And right. Shit going. I gotta on. feel like you know certain things he just needs to just keep his mouth shut and that's it. You know. Like I think I can that can go for a lot of people and a lot uh, of things. Yeah. I mean, everybody can say things without for sure thinking about it. I think that happens with celebrities. Let's say, you know, Gene Simmons. Let's say, mm. you know, let's just say all these uh, or even actors and actresses should stick to their profession and let's just keep it at that, right? But I mean, obviously, there are just certain things that are just bad and just wrong yeah. that I don't see anything wrong with them expressing themselves. You know? Yeah. So what was the name of the album? Catharsis. So oh okay. Yeah, I remember. I think I remember seeing that. Catharsis. So uh, Machine Head with okay. Catharsis All right. is amazing. Um Yeah, I had Well, I wouldn't say amazing. It's good. They went back uh and did, I the way I feel is that they went back and did some older shit and brought it back and uh really really nailed it but there's a couple of songs that i'm all like eh, it's not very machine heady mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they but they made it work i um okay. i'm i'm not completely 100% disappointed at all um which is why they're in my top but uh I, they they kicked ass okay i uh i've only heard a few songs and i definitely didn't like it but whatever's clever you like it uh what's your next pick uh, that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well, because my original. Um, so you you changed a few things here and there, right? I did change a few things okay. here and there. That's fine. Normal. It's all good. I actually I said you know, I actually have six versus five. See, so, so you went over and I went, I went under. Over, yeah. So uh, we'll call it even. So um, I think with. And again, in no particular order, it doesn't matter. Um, 
my the first one on the list for me is uh, Judas Priest with Firepower. Oh, yes. I really felt mm-hmm. like that album was super badass because they did this um, like really cool solos. There's so many cool solos in the album. Uh, the band just sounds right, like really comfortable, really good. I wish Andy Sneep the best of luck um, taking over. And it's so weird because like the band's changing, you know, like there's hardly any, you know, it's just Rob, the bass player. And the drummer are the ones that are been there the longest. The other guitarists are gone, you know. Mm-hmm. That's 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 crazy, dude. But I wish I wish Andy Sneap the best because uh, I know he's a badass metal producer. And he actually did, I think, Machine Head. Mm-hmm. I believe he might have even done um, Pissing Razors too. Uh, but he's he was known for a bunch of other uh, bands as a producer. So I think that's really cool. Uh, my other pick uh, again i know you're not too big of a fan not so much because of the music i think it's the woman the singer uh but we have light the city with terminal bloom yeah they're a great band they um, they really bloomed from their first to the to this new one. Oh yeah they evolved they majorly evolved, yeah I mean, I, in, in such a way but i think this is such a fucking great album there's just riffs galore um I don't know. I'm not too sure if they separated themselves from their previous album that they released. I believe it was in was what was it? 2006, mm-hmm. 2007. I'm not too sure, but that album to me um, was one of those albums that kind of reinvented. Um, it was 2008. I'm sorry. Uh, a storm chaser it was one of those albums that kind of um brought back the gothenburg scene the super like swedish melodic fucking death metal uh in 2008 and to me it was an eye-opener i had really hadn't heard anything like that before in a long time because uh you know dutch tranquility was changing and flames was changing all that everything was changing during that time yeah um uh i don't know if at the gates was um, I'm in 2008 what they were doing but uh, the whole the whole idea of 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 the new album for Light the City and, and you know Terminal Bloom they didn't really blow my mind in terms of like they did in Storm Chaser in 2008 but I still I still think it's one of the better albums of this year mm-hmm. uh, just technicality wise it's just a really good melodic it's really if you're a fan of melodic death metal I think this is perfect for you uh, although yeah, her voice, the girl's voice, does get a little bit. It just stays the same from yeah. the first album to the last. It it's, didn't really change. She it doesn't didn't add. Evolve. <laughs> she doesn't really add a huge amount because of what she does. I guess the way she sings, the style of her singing. Mm-hmm. Not like Angela when Angela was singing for Ar- for Arch Enemy. Mm-hmm. That was fucking crazy. That she was, fucking changed it, man. She yeah, fucking she, made she, it. She 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 moved it around. Yeah. So I know, but I mean, I don't think it takes away from the music. You know what I mean? Her voice doesn't take away from the music. Uh, my other pick, um, Harakiri for the Sky, Arson. This is just another band I think that is uh, easily going to take over for Agalock breaking up. And for if you're a fan of Agalock and, and, and this whole dark metal and just stuff like that, then Harakiri for the Sky is perfect for you. The album is called Arson. Hell yeah. Uh, stuff like that. I'm a sucker for acoustic guitars and yeah. being mixed in, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 just like sort of this post metal post post rock mixed in all together really nice uh my other pick is arion universe uh, i bought the blu-ray i know it comes out in cd as well but that's arion um is basically best of but live performance he did this past year and i was a, a fucking masterpiece because uh, it was uh just the production value on it like how long they took it they rehearsed for two years to get that thing right you know yeah and they just had all these people on there they had um Annika van Giersbergen, they had Jonas from uh, Catatonia, you know, they had Damien Wilson singing, they had uh, Marcela Bovio, Flor Jansen and her sister was on there, uh, and you had all these people, and Ariane comes out, motherfuckers, <laughs> just amazing, fucking 6'8", six, 6'9", six, motherfucker, God, he's damn. huge, lanky, skinny, Wow, and he comes out, hippie. <laughs> super hippie you know what i mean but his riffs man yeah crushing yeah simple like simple 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 but he does it just he just crushes he does it, it just right yeah just right so he to me is like he's a freaking genius man his yeah uh, arjun is a a, a a genius at creating music and and um making these metal operas you know and make them come alive i think that's really cool it, he does a great job at yeah it. and his music's like like i remember thinking oh the this is nerd metal. This is going to suck. What is this shit? You know what I mean? And then I was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. It's heavy. Very it's heavy. really heavy, dude. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, I like the name metal yeah. opera, you know, that's freaking cool. Yeah. Cause that's what it is. It's like, it an is opera. a metal opera. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's cool in, in, in terms of like how, uh, a lot of people are, uh, either like the keyboards, mm-hmm. right? Cause there's a lot of keyboards or they just totally hate it. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, dude? If you're listening to prog metal, it shouldn't be a problem. You're already listening to the weirdness in prog, so fuck, who cares? So I like, I like, I really did like uh, that one. It's called Universe. Uh, I bought the Blu ray, which I completely recommend everybody to buy the Blu ray because. Is that the one we saw the last time you were here? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I kind of feel like. Um, I don't know. I try to check it out. Since I bought it, I try to check it out like maybe once, once a week, once mm-hmm. once every other two weeks. It's just really, it's just really. I can't, I can't get bored of it. So I definitely recommend that one. Uh, my other one that I recommend is obviously at the gates. Oh yeah. Uh, to drink from the night itself. At the gates is it's a killer album. Do it, do it. Yeah, definitely killer they album. Freaking nailed they nailed it. it. They definitely nailed it on this one. It was a complete fucking. Uh, comeback album i think the other album that i want to go back to and a lot of people are gonna probably comment or tell me or probably you too but andrew wk you're not alone alone. that album no that's not how it goes at all well it should at all uh and but that album amazing inspirational motivational exceptional you know i didn't really understand andrew wk yeah. um yeah i, I like what I, he was about yeah i didn't understand it and right. i think that's why i didn't give it a shot yeah uh and you showed me a couple of songs 
and he 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 fucking nails it. Um, and that's my fault because I didn't give him a chance mm-hmm. because I didn't understand him. Um, yeah. So just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's, he, it's, he, he's he's uh, he's it's good to good. have it's good to have a. Uh, an open mind, I think, especially for music. Like it is, it can be. Like I, it, it took me a long time, man, to really open up my, to broaden my metal horizons because I was really stuck in certain, yeah, certain kinds of music. That's how I was but for a I long time too. But after a while, like I remember, it came to a time where we just were like, well, I, I gave up on metal. I gave up on music. I didn't want to listen to anything anymore. Um, and it, it just was a really sad time because i had to go back to you know i'm gonna listen to 80s i'm gonna listen to 70s rock 50s you know 60s everything yeah 80s is my favorite still to this day but and i'm just trying to discover new things i'm like all right i'm gonna go back to those eras and see what i missed you know and and it was great because i felt it was a discovery for me like this was like this whole other music that i had never heard before or i had heard but i never really like explore deeply those records from that those times anyways so which is which is going to actually come into this next part of what i recommend so what do our, you recommend our metal recommendation of the week of the week this is mine i have two different albums that i want to recommend to people uh and you know the 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 criteria for me was it doesn't matter what year. It's just something that, you know, maybe somebody might not have heard or that they should check out. And the first album, again, it goes back to what I was saying, that I, I had given up on metal and I was just like in a, in a, really in a bad place, I guess. There wasn't anything there. Dawnbringer. Oh, yes. Uh, Into the Lair of the Sun God. I completely, I love that completely recommend love that album. Love it. Completely recommend. It. Listen that, to it. That brought me back to, like, eighties metal, mm-hmm. and like you know, Priest and and it Maiden. was it's it's simple, yeah, but freaking technical. I don't know yeah. if, it, if you can do that, but it, yeah. it's simple, technical, heavy, just amazing. And then yeah. I like how it, it's a storyline. Yeah, you it's, know, it's this it's this warrior basically who takes it upon himself. You know, there's a sun god and a, a cult that worships the sun and they need help. And he takes it upon himself to destroy the sun to help them. Mm-hmm. And it's basically it's an epic, you know. Yeah. And it's a tragic epic, actually. And it's a really beautiful concept album. Yeah. Um, and you can't I mean, come on, dude. The singer. Right. Fucking. It's like Lemmy. <laughs> and yes. Rod Stewart. Yes, it is. And I like Brett. how you fucking. I like how you put you know described his vocals because it's yeah. it, it is it's like if that. Lemmy and Rod Stewart fucked and had a baby, it'd be Professor Black, <laughs> and he made you know his vocals for Donbringer. I love it. I love I love his style. I love his vocal delivery. But I love the music because it's like Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. You know, you get some like you you mentioned Black Sabbath, yes. I believe. Yeah, and then there's like you know. Judas Priest, like this whole traditional metal, but it's like, but it's done in such a beautiful way. It's super epic. So I love that one. I recommend that to anybody. Dawnbringer, Into the Lair of the Sun God. Nice. My second pick 
I know I go over all the time. But my second recommendation for you guys to check out here, probably for the prog metal fans, those for open ear, for not as, uh, that are open to music, I recommend Star One, and the album's called Space Metal. And again, this is part of Arjun Lucasen of Arian. You know, he's this genius, is so brilliant at writing records. And you have Russell Russell Allen from Symphony X singing on there. Uh, you have a bunch of others. I know Damien Wilson's on there. I think Floor Jensen is on there. Her sister's on there also. So I completely recommend Star One. It's this also another concept album, but being out in space, whatever. And I mean, come on from the f- the first actual song uh, set your controls holy shit man it just kind of like that's like you're gonna drive down the highway freeway you're gonna be speeding down barreling down and if you get a ticket who gives a fuck because you're listening to star one uh so i think that's such a badass Maybe you could tell the cop to get oh yeah hey ticket. dude you hey, know dude, what i'm listening uh, to star one. Oh, did you listen to star one? Oh shit okay oh, oh i'm sorry i'll give sir. myself I'm a sorry. ticket and then he yeah. takes off you know? <laughs> i give myself a ticket <laughs> yeah so shame on me <laughs> so like you know that's why i like that album uh it's just, it's just incredibly heavy Fuck yeah. keyboard heavy but you get your clean vocals you get your clean you know you get women you know beautiful voices Pretty nice. much all I around. Love like it's a singers. really classy album. Women singers just fucking yeah. Do it for I me, love man. it, dude. I love it when chicks sing. Mm-hmm. But it's like really classy. You know, what I mean, it's such a it's like, classy San Diego. Yeah, that's right. It's such a good album. You have uh, your recommendations. I do. I would say recommendation because I'm not uh, overachiever. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, so this uh, this album, uh, I was cruising the interwebs, yeah. and uh, I came across it, and uh, their new band, from what I know. Uh, if uh, if I'm wrong, please let me know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But their name is a uh, wolf t- wolf tooth. Yeah. Um, and the title is that's self titled. Self Uh, so what I what drew me to that album, and I'm a big believer in this. Uh, for everything was the artwork. Um, yeah. I'm a very very visual person. Yeah. I like I I need to see it. Yeah. You know as much as hear it. Um, but when I'm looking at albums, when uh, in rather be on the internet, but when before the internet was out, and we were at stores, and you're going through the CDs or mm-hmm. the album, uh, the LPs or whatever, I, I it was it was the artwork that drew me to it. And if you right. have an amazing artwork, and I'll see it, I want to listen to it. Yeah, that's why I fell in love with Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, for sure. And Iron Maiden had great artwork. Yeah. Um, with that being said, though. You can have great artwork and still have a shitty album mm-hmm. with shitty music. But mm-hmm. if you are a great art, if you have great music, yeah, and no great artwork, it's you know you'll be overpassed. Yeah, I, so, I I agree with that because I remember, um, I remember just seeing covers for uh, I was telling you all this prog rock, uh, yeah, bands, sticks, uh-huh. uh, yes. Um, all these bands were they had this really cool weird cover art. Yeah, and then I saw um, who was it? Um, the one that I thought was like you can talk about it forever, and because you could examine it and analyze it was Black Sabbath. You know, yeah, uh, Black Sabbath. 
mm-hmm. you know, just the cover for that the little house. Yeah. And even goes out of you metal know, too. I mean, yeah. you got the Almond Brothers with Eat a yeah. Peach. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that one. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, I saw it, and the way I saw it, that album was an actual yeah. record. Yeah. And it's the, you know how big those motherfuckers yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big peach with sitting in a, in a like one of those uh, pickup trucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, huge peach, like over exaggerated peach, right? <laughs> and then you open it. And inside is this magical just universe of just mushrooms and fucking <laughs> tripped. I mean, I, I was when I was smoking a lot of pot. Yeah. I mean, wake and bake and go to yeah. sleep high and all that crap. I mean, yeah. I, great times. Uh, yeah. yeah. If I wasn't uh, have a steady job, I'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it was very, it drew me in. And that's why you know I could sit there and look at it for hours. The same thing with Iron Maiden, and that and and I'm putting Will Too Fond here because it's it's simple, yeah. But it's in your face. It's this, and I'll describe it to you. It's a wolf, right in your face. But the way the wolf was drawn, drawn out, you know, black background had a has a nice little red border around it. The name Wolf Tooth and this fucking wolf. In your face, ready to fucking tear your face off. Yeah, and I think that's what drove that's what drug me into the album. I was like, "Oh, cool! This is fucking badass. Let me check it out." I opened it, put the shit on, and it came out to be a lot of old school, traditional elements of music. You know, uh, had some Black Sabbathy kind of feel into it. Mm-hmm. They have a lot yeah. of doom. They have uh, the Bay Area thrash in it. They have the new wave of British heavy metal in it. You know, um, they just, it just kind of moved you. The, the vocals were on point, Yeah. you know, and, uh, I I really dug it. So if you look them up, uh, Wolf Tooth and, uh, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. It's not your typical metal. And that's why I kind of picked it because I want to pick other stuff that isn't just heavy metal or new metal or this and that i i'm tr- i'm broadening my spectrum of music yeah. to listen to all types of different stuff and this one is definitely different yeah i and think i mean I, I heard it i heard some of it and i agree with you there is terms there's the stoner mm-hmm. there's a stoner element to it yeah, there's definitely. a there's a traditional heavy metal element to it so it's it's and there's a lot of stoner bands out oh, there oh there's tons of them tons of them but these guys just caught my eye yeah. And they caught my ear and keep rocking on Wolf Tooth because right. you're doing it good. And make the next album better than that one because this one's even out. This one's obviously better, but the next one I expect. Right. Yeah. We'll see. So, you know, we'll see. Keep an eye on them. Hell yeah. So we're down to our last segment. And we're going to end up checking out what I think. Is uh, At the a flawless album, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, our two our two cents on um, At the Gates to drink from the night itself. I thought it was an excellent comeback. I think it was a great comeback album, you know. Mm-hmm. It had this to me this these dark tones this darker tone that they usually have, um, and sometimes they were getting a little bit thrashy on there. Um, it kind of brought me back to uh, their '95 album of Slaughter of the Soul. Yeah, um, 
That's yeah, one of my favorites. That's why I said it, it has this old school. Yeah. It brings back yeah. the old school element. It was just on th- these guys. Yeah. The, f- the riffs, it, man. man. Super monstrous Heavy, riffs, dude. Heavy. Like, and they have a lot of ripping solos, man. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I was really do. surprised at how well they did this album. Mm-hmm. Um, and the artwork is really Oh, the good. artwork is amazing. The and it's creepy. Really, yeah, it is. It's and creepy. That's, that's what I'm telling you, man. It's yeah. The artwork pulls you in. It's either yeah. going to pull you in or it's going to be like, eh. Yeah. And no, that one, one for it, sure. They, they do it, man. That one for sure pulled me in, man. I think that w- the one thing that I, I will say, too, is that <clears throat> based on everything that I've been hearing uh, every week, whatever, things that have been coming out that we've heard musically, these guys wanted to make the best album of this year. Yeah, and they like, did. They like it's, it. It was fucking clear to me, like, the way this album came out, mm-hmm. that they were just going to destroy everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, did. it was just... They were back to their classic selves in, yeah. in their form. And so, like, I can't say enough about the new album. It was just so good. It's really good. Um, check it out, guys. It's uh, heavy. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. There's, and if you uh, don't like it, learn to I, like I it. I think <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn to like it. I think, uh, I think it was at, it's at 12 songs. Um, I think it would have been better at 10. Uh, just slightly... Because I think they were like maybe two Everybody, songs. But everything's better at 11. Oh, well, we got to go. So they, <laughs> dude, they took it to 12. They took it to 12. Shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think with, with anything, uh, um, there were a couple songs that I didn't like. No. But who, gives a f- who cares compared to the entire, the entirety of yeah. the album yeah. is intact. Like it's, it's a really good album. Yeah. So really, really there wasn't any filler. Uh, no. It was a really good album. I think uh, at the end of the year, you know, out of all the albums that were that have been dropped throughout this whole year, I think it, they're going to have their run, not at the gates, but every other band's going to have their run trying to top that. Yeah, I think that's going to be tough to do that. Uh, so we'll see. I look forward to. Uh, um, I mean, it's still it's still June, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we'll it see. is still June, we'll see. and that's what I'm saying. But that, that's how good I that's how good I love. That's why we recommend it, yeah. and we are reviewing it because it it from song to song to song to song. It's just it from start to end. It's just it's good. Yeah, melodic. It has all the elements, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's probably uh, either just as good or better than Slaughter of the Soul. I think yeah. personally. Uh, so one more thing, uh, plug, plug. Well, um, so I, like I had mentioned, I am a musician myself. Uh, I love, I have been playing for 20 plus years if I can, uh, remember correctly. Um, <laughs> and I only say that cause it's a lot of years, um, started uh, with my dad actually. And we used to play bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. This one bar in El Paso, we just played every single time. Yeah, um, it's no longer there, but the memories are. Yeah, and uh, grew from there, and and uh, played a lot of uh, a lot of c- uh, country and blues and you know southern rock. And I grew from there and <laughs> went into metal and met uh, a good buddy of mine, Ernst Mendiola, the Ayatollah of rock and roll. <laughs> And uh, we started uh, a lot of music and grew from there. Uh, so what I'm getting at is now I'm doing my own stuff after plenty, plenty years later. 
the band is called Thorn Parade. Um, we just released our album, uh, October's Crow, more of an EP. It's a five-song EP. And it's going to be uh, distributed um, on uh, Spotify, Pandora, um, Apple Music. It's on iTunes right iTunes, now. iTunes, yeah. It's on, it's on Apple right now. It's on We're Apple listening right now. to it today, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, David Ray did the artwork for us. Yeah. And he nailed it. He's also uh, helping us with the music, uh, drumming. Yeah. Um, Roberto uh, Bustos is actually uh, helped produce it. Yeah. And write a couple of songs with us as well. Right. Uh, he was, he was writing with us. He was in the band. He was writing with us, and uh, he did all the recording on his end, mm-hmm. and he just nailed the sound. Well, I mean, um, we'll make sure to have him on our next podcast. Yeah, because I know he has both a, of them. Yeah, I'm sure they really have a lot good. to say. Um, but that's gonna be our the intro song is uh that's right. w- is my song. Yeah. Um, it's called Final Exit. Um, yeah. so if you like what you hear in the beginning. Go check us out on the those uh, those uh, websites. No, what are they called? Streaming music. Yeah, streamers? it's available. Yeah, it's available there. Um, yeah, and uh, drop a line, spread the word. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to bring up too. Is that so? Pretty soon, within a week or two, we're gonna create a Facebook page. We're gonna potentially put these podcasts on um, on YouTube, maybe. Um, so I would really and we would both truly appreciate any feedback uh suggestions mm-hmm. comments concerns uh concerns um i i welcome trolls uh i am not i am very um he's a troll himself i control <laughs> I, i'm a bit <laughs> of a he, troll myself he looks like one that's right and you know you know troll level 1000 <laughs> but i think um I welcome any and all suggestions in terms of our maybe our next episode. What do you recommend? What we can talk about? Yeah, recommendations are always great. You know, anything that we can uh, improve other than, you know, me stop talking shit about everything, you know? Like, that's <laughs> not going to happen. No, that's never going to happen. That's you can't never. you can't stop talking shit about anything yeah, like I that. Got, I have to. I have to tell you. I have to. Shit talker. I have to. Anyways, but the whole point is that, yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and get a Facebook page uh, for that metal podcast up. And if you have questions, concerns, you can um, right now you can email us at that metal podcast one at gmail.com. Any final thoughts, concerns? Nothing really too big. Um, well, actually, really big. Actually, um, I just want to send out my my uh, thoughts and prayers, whatever you want to call it. Um, my s- heart and soul is with the family of of, of Vinnie Paul. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's a it's going to be a big loss. He's a big loss to us all. He's a great, great musician, a great person. I met him. Yeah. Him and and Dime. And it was a great experience to meet them both. Yeah, definitely going to be a huge loss to the metal community. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the the loss that affected me the most recently was Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we have fucking Vinnie Paul. You know yeah. what I mean? So this is uh, it's one of those times where it's not a good time. You know what I mean? No. So, 
It's never a good time to lose anybody. No, of course not. So right. uh, I think, with that being said, I think, yeah. Um, to our final shot tonight, well, probably not tonight, but for this podcast, this one we have our final shot. Going to uh, to the family and to Vinnie Paul. Yeah, we love you, brother. Always will. Black we'll tooth grin. Black tooth going down. Ooh. Thank you for all that you've done for us, and all the 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 path that you paved. You and your brother. Thank you very much. So, thank you for listening to that metal podcast. Yes. Again, thoughts, concerns, suggestions. Hatred, Get back to us. Yeah. Trolls, get back to us. Thank you and have a good night. Peace.